on my gravestone it will say he watched more <laughs> Kickboxer than the people that made Kickboxer. I don't want my cheese puffs to get moldy and, and old and stay. <laughs> oh, I've moved Man. on to my, my old gummy snacks now. Uh, I'm glad my concept has grasped me, so. <laughs> the hair is long and curly in this movie. Along with some good special effects, I might add. Let old acquaintance be forgot, and I don't know the words to this song, and I couldn't think of anything funny, so let's have some drinks and talk about movies. Woo! Oh, that's hey. good enough. Yeah, welcome to 2016, everybody. Hey. Um, Jess, well, we're, we're four days in. That's right. So nothing but this is our terrible first recorded one. That's our first is, recorded episode. And we're yeah. glad that you could join us, even though if it might be from the past. Yeah, I may be responding to everything about uh, 15 minutes after the fact, because the if any, my life is going with my phone, I'm just not going to get anything until days later. And then I'll yes. just be sending text messages yeah. and nobody understands. You'll just be yeah. answering questions. Why are you telling me about Chirac? Two episodes ago. It actually feels almost like a very low-budget, shot-on-video Netflix movie that, that we're really, like, we're a part of right now. That's right. It's, it's, a, it's a quirky time travel thing with with uh, with hipster people talking over <laughs> Ooh. Yes, special segment tonight. Jess's review of the Hateful Eight. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Live Spoilers. from Apple. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to kick off the New Year's just about we always do. I'm Eric Marner, by the way. I'm Eugene Weaver. I'm Jess Hicks. And we're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to do uh, the roulette and recently watched. We'll touch on some uh, more things new to the pod that we're doing this year. Uh, but we're just going to keep it light and loose, and we we, uh, <laughs> uh, we originally were scheduled to record on Wednesday when I suddenly realized, oh, that's my wife's birthday, so that's not going to work. Ooh. So hey, can we bump this up? And so we're we're all like scrambling a little bit here, but uh, we'll power through. Yeah, I'm st- I'm still writing my notes, but it's cool. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, <laughs> I need okay. them in case I have to time travel. <laughs> I know. Yes, <laughs> you have to take lots of notes because <laughs> in a couple pods from now, you're going to have some questions to answer. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we're going to do a little bit of a different roulette tonight. The roulette's where we uh, force each other to check cues off our, our movies off our queue. Um, oh, we're off to a hell of a start. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but we check m- movies off our queue that we just can't quite bring ourselves to push play on. We get everybody else to do it for us. But we thought, we just came up with a great twist on it tonight. You know how that wonky Netflix suggests menu bar is on, on your uh, Netflix there? there? Well, why don't we try and incorporate that into the roulette? So that's what we're going to do tonight. But I have some rules so that we can avoid some situations that I'm sure are bound to appear. Uh, we have to have some rules because <laughs> I'm not watching a Thomas the Train movie as my roulette. And it my ain't God, my fault you got kids running yeah. your Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, me either, but we all have to live this way. That's <laughs> yes. true. It's either that or, uh, you know, I have to actually, you know, watch stuff with, ah, nah, nah, nah. Who wants to do that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So here are the rules I came up with. You guys think of any too, uh, let me know. Uh, first off, we're going to, I got to die here. We're gonna. I'm gonna roll it. I'll give you your number, and then you will go to your Netflix suggest bar and scroll that many to the right, and that's your movie. Um, it has to be one you have not seen. Mm-hmm. It must be a movie, no TV. Okay. okay. It must be at least an hour long, because some of these documentaries we get into are 
59 minutes or something. Yeah. I, and that way we could debate that when we get to it. And lastly, no kids stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it has to be something that genuinely I can see Netflix coming up with from my stuff. From I saying watch. Eric might yeah. actually like to watch this. It is. It is. It, it's a cross section of pentagrams and, and purple dinosaurs on my. <laughs> So just to recap, you roll the die, and we go how many spaces to the right? Whatever the die says. Oh, whatever the die says. Gotcha. But that's, uh, yeah, so you guys are going to have to have your Netflix queued up. I got it. I'm looking at it right now. I didn't. I haven't got my got up yet. Jess, you got you got the pole position. Yeah, that's bound to happen. And what what we'll do <laughs> is like if say if you go five and it's a TV, then you just go to the next one that is not. Cool. Okay. Uh, Jess, you get to go first. Uh, you're in the pole position this episode. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Now, uh, just chiming in here, we're after we're done with this, then we're going to talk about uh, what we watched. Oh, once last. again, I'm I, 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 the wheels of this train <laughs> continue to fall off. Um, I think we're continuing how we usually do, except for instead of roulette, we're doing this. And then let's time travel. Let's, tra- tra- let's time travel back to the beginning of this episode. Welcome to the roulette. Let's do our reviews first. Yes. All right. It's just going to be one of those shows. Just buckle in. Ah, <laughs> uh, hold on. I sobered up. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, now we're back now on we can track. Calm down and try and get things under control. Uh, Jess, Switchblade yes. Sisters, please tell us about that flick. So I'm just gonna say that I won roulette this round. I don't care. I don't even remember what you guys picked at this point because Switchblade <laughs> Switchblade Sisters is. I'm just. I'm ashamed that I hadn't seen it before. Me too. It I'm is. A, you guys both have to watch it. it. The it's a really easy plot. Basically, you've got these gangs. You've got the the Silver Daggers and the Dagger Debs. Now the Silver Daggers are the guy gang, and the da- Dagger Debs are their girlfriends. So basically, this is like the Pink Ladies and the T Birds. Is that what they were called in Greece? I don't remember. Oh God, I hope I never but, know. <laughs> <laughs> right, sorry, I have a story history like with Greece. The exact opposite. It's, and I really wanted, while I was watching it, I really wanted the pink ladies to come out and then them just have like an epic battle and it would be great. But essentially, uh, the Debs meet a new kick-ass chick who's, uh, who they want to join their gang, but the leader, or the, the second in command who has a patch over her eye, um, doesn't really like her and she's trying to cause a whole bunch of trouble but the plot doesn't really matter because everything that happens in it is just so freaky and just absolutely hilariously insane that i didn't care what it was really leading to i just wanted to watch it keep happening (laughs) awesome (laughs) and yeah this i didn't realize until after i turned it on that switchblade sister is one of quentin tarantino's favorite movies Mm mm-hmm so you, you can really see a lot of that. There's a lot of music that you can obviously pick out that's been in many of his films. and I loved you know, it. I, I thought it was I great, notice... and I really want to buy a Blu-ray of it if, if it's available. I'm it is. Uh, actually, there is, a, uh, I think, a limited edition run of that uh, either coming out. Uh, it might be from another region, but I know that uh, it's been remastered, and I can see it's in HD on Netflix yeah, it so, looks really, really nice on good, Netflix. Good. Um, it's it's the everything was smooth on that, but uh, <laughs> they so these people are teenagers. We're supposed to believe they all look mm. forty, <laughs> but uh, so they're 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 rival gangs. They they've got the Debs and the the Daggers, and they got their one thing, and then they have their own rival called the. Cra- or it's led by a guy named Crab. 
Okay. Great name. Kravitz, uh-huh. actually. Eugene Crab. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eugene Crab, who's just about as smarmy, pretty much, as Eugene Crab. <laughs> I thought you were going to uh, say as Eugene. <laughs> no, not, not as our Eugene. Our Eugene yeah. is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that, okay, so these, this rival gang has to go at, because their school got closed down, they have to join the high school with the silver daggers and the dagger debs and this is just it cannot happen because they're rival gangs and they can't be on the same turf but what i really want to know is why do they keep going to school (laughs) because there's no reason because at one point the principal comes out and it's like okay guys the other gang has to come in here so i'm going to come in and be like can you please not kill anybody on my watch so the principal doesn't even care like, there is no school happening at all. They're just at the school, and they're going to classes, but no school is happening. And I'm like, so is the truancy officer scarier than everything else? It, it, it's, the or- same, it's the same in Akira. They have a, a scene there where they go back to their school for a minute, and it's like the first time they showed up in weeks, and the guidance counselor punches them in the stomach or the face, and <laughs> everybody sits in class, and the teacher does nothing. And it's like, why why'd you even go there? I think it was just a meeting place. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's what I thought at first, but they keep going back to the school. There's a lot of scenes in the school, and at one point, the uh, two of the Debs have to beat up a student who's being unruly, so they, like, help the teacher out, and I'm, I, it's like, this is a weird give-and-take relationship. Mm-hmm. But the uh, one thing I wanted to mention, and then I'll move on, is in the IMDB, the plot basically says the Dagger Debs are a gang of, of snarling girls, and Maggie is their newest member, but Lace, the leader, becomes suspicious of her when she thinks that her man and Maggie are hooking up. That is misleading. That is extremely inaccurate. Because what happens is Lace's boyfriend rapes Maggie. Oh, and then oh. all of a sudden and then all of a sudden they're totally fine. Like it was no big deal. You liked it, right? And they're just like, Yeah, okay, we move on. And I'm like, That that is not what that means, IMDB. <laughs> Who wrote that? <laughs> Uh, so, so the movie sounds and oh, looks yes, very grindhouse, very grindhouse-ish. Uh, yeah, it's totally. I mean, it's it's got women in prison aspect. It's got it's everything exploitation. It's very grindhouse, but it's not bad per se. Yeah, like when you think of grindhouse and you think of really bad, like shitty movie. That's not it. Yeah. Like this is it, it's goofy and it's it's it, it's ridiculous, but it's a, it's pretty decent. It's I liked it a lot, and I think you both need to watch it. Oh, I will. And all yeah. of our listeners. It's been on every list of top Grindhouse movies that I've ever come across. That's why it immediately got added. Yeah, I've just yeah. decided that everything that Quentin Tarantino has put out with Rolling Thunder, I just need to own. Because yeah, if Quentin Tarantino too. bought it, then it's worth watching. Because if he won't yeah. watch it, then I certainly don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and especially his Westerns. There's a lot of Westerns that he really likes that I yeah. have yet to see. And I really would like to watch uh, Westerns that he recommends. Because they're going to be... Westerns There's just so many to sift through, like, if yeah. you're just trying to go at it by yourself, and Western yeah. is, I don't get me wrong, I like Westerns, but some of them can be so boring. Ah, uh, yes, And there's can. so many of those, because they yes. were just a dime a dozen back in the day, but yeah, the ones he recommends are the ones I'd check out, too. Uh, I've got a dozen Django movies sitting here waiting yeah. for my <laughs> eyes to feast upon. I <laughs> still need to look through my, like, weirdo 20 film spaghetti Western thing I bought for $5. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I've uh, I've swooned enough about Switchblade Sisters. <laughs> it's right. a it's an overwhelming pa- uh, thumbs up. Awesome. Well, oh, that's great. Yeah, I'll definitely check that one out. Uh, okay, my turn. I had L F O the movie. 
basement experiments with sound signals inadvertently lead demented misfit Robert Nord to a frequency that can hypnotize those around him. Starring Bork, 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 Bork. Yes, this is a Swedish film. <laughs> oh, she had no. Um, I somehow managed to pick the uh, another reader film. I was like, I pushed play and I was like, damn it. <laughs> Again. Um, but this is getting a pass from me. This is a good movie. I give this one a thumbs up, and I think you guys should both definitely check it out. I think you. I'm going it. to because I've been meaning to check it out for a long time, and I just haven't gotten around to it. Around to it. It's very interestingly constructed. It's uh, the acting's all fine. It it has a bit of that independent flavor that a primer mm -hmm. would have. Not, oh, okay. not quite that low budget. Um, and it's the the soundtrack score, at least in the first half, is just awesome. Because it's very trippy and just kind of techno-y, but, but very subtle subtle and kind of background. Um, because a lot of it deals with sound, the, this movie. Mm -hmm. But then it turns, the movie does. And it's like, you, you have a hard time, f f uh, I don't want to say following. You don't have a hard time following the plot or what's going on. But you're just sort of like, why would you do that, dude? Why are you doing that? And then you kind of realize what's going on because they do these little kind of I'm going to say flashbacky things because I don't want to give anything away. Mm -hmm. um, and you're like, okay, this is weird. This guy is clearly, uh, as it says in the synopsis of Demented Misfit, I guess you could call him that or just kind of really nuts, but whatever. <laughs> um, but the reason that I say you both should watch it is because of the very, very ending. And it's sort of like, oh boy, I can't even say that. The, uh, the origin of a superhero or a supervillain. It's very, very similar to that. And this would be like the prequel to that first one. And Ooh, because really? of because of that ending. That ending was effed. Totally. Ooh. Like the and it, I'm, did, I'm talking like the last I'm in. three minutes. Did it did it did it make the movie like would if the ending would have been different, would it have changed your entire view of the movie? No, I wanted that ending. But I wish that okay. they hadn't taken so damn long to get to it. Like the movie was okay. fine all the way through. But it's like they spend so much time messing with the, the neighbors and stuff. It, it's like, okay, where is this going? I get it. How long are you going to drag it out? You're getting control of this. I get it. But then you get to that ending and you're like, oh, jeez. Like, <laughs> holy crap. That was, that was, uh, do more of that. But with that budget, there's no way they could have uh, right, yeah. expounded on that at all. Um, so, yeah, I definitely give it a thumbs up. And I think you guys should both check it out. Bork, bork. All right. Um, Eugene, <laughs> over to you. <laughs> okay, uh, my pick from the last roulette was The Farm, Life Inside Angola Prison. And uh, <clears throat> so Poor I, Eugene. I, you got the well, really sad movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Let me tell you. So, well, here's, here's the thing. So I started the movie up, and I'm like, oh, sh this is made in 1998. And it starts up, I'm like, oh, no. It looks like it's like news, like, they they use news video cameras to film it yeah. uh, back in the nineties, like it, not clean HD video like now. It was like the old school stuff. I'm like, oh, and it's full frame. The quality isn't that uh. good. I'm like, and it it seemed low rent, but I'm like, this is my this is my pick. I gotta watch it. After five five ten minutes, I'm like, okay, all right, I see where they're going, and fantastic. Documentary. I gave it four and a half out of five stars. Wow. Um, if this was an emotional, like, well, yeah, emotionally just gut punch. 
Uh, real quick, the, the documentary is about a glimpse inside life uh, in Louisiana State Penitentiary, mainly from the inmate's perspective. And I did see here that it actually won Grand Jury Prize at Sundance and got an Oscar nom for Best Documentary back in uh, 98. So that's that's cool, but it, well earned. This is a very unique documentary in how it's presented. And I actually, by the end of the movie, it helped. The way it was shot actually helped the movie. It made it seem more real. Like, it truly felt like they went in with some home video cameras and just filmed these people's stories inside the prison. And unfortunately, and, you know, obviously with documentaries, they can paint a certain portrait of someone as in a certain light. And so it seemed very much on this one here that we are literally listening to innocent people. Like there are some people that got a bum rap and this is a very hard prison. And it, to me personally, it seemed very racist. The movie or the, uh, the prison itself, uh, you know, bunch of good old boys run the prison. Southern people Mm. run the prison, like Republican type. I don't want to get into too much politics, but you could just, you can read between the lines where it's like, a lot of These, racial cont- uh, contention going on. Yes, very much. And it's so heartbreaking to watch this. And he's like watching it. It's like one guy has been in prison for God knows how long. And he has evidence showing, I, look, this could not have been me. I actually, have, and they're like, nah, no, he clearly did it. He clearly raped that person. I'm like, uh, what? You Are you not seeing the <laughs> stuff that this guy actually came up with? But, you know, poor people, they get thrown in this prison and they just yep. rot there. That's what um, happens. It was a heartbreaking documentary, but one of the better ones that I have seen in years. It was fantastic. So highly recommend it, but it is a not a feel-good movie by a long stretch, but I it was very worthwhile watching. Awesome. That's definitely staying on my queue. Yep, it was good. I'm, I'm really curious what it. you guys would say about it. Yeah. I'll get around to it when I'm feeling too happy. I'm going to watch Star Wars this weekend, so maybe this weekend. Yeah, there, <laughs> yeah, you, there go. you go. This will bring you down a notch, but it truly was. Uh, it, it, that just shows what a great story can do. It, you don't have to have flashy cameras and high production values. This was low rent, and I loved it. Fantastic. So it sounds like all three of us had uh, had solid yeah. reacts this week. Yeah. Which this means a, it's a good dun, kickoff dun, dun, for dun. the year. Yeah, well, that yeah. means let's, uh, let's watch some shit. Uh, yep, here we go. <laughs> and we are we are trying out this new game, and it is Netflix yeah. suggesting things. So it's not even us trying to like throw each other a bone every once in a while. Right, it's yes. just Netflix going, nope, fuck you. It's even worse. Yes. It's not even vetted by us who <laughs> pick shit Cold every machine. week. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's some shit even we won't watch. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Jess, for your number? I'm ready. Okay, I am. Two. TV, so I go over one. Yep. Hold on. That's all right. What do you think? All right. So I'm getting the Lazarus effect because I had been avoiding watching it and watching it and watching it. And this is what I've landed on. So that's what I'm watching. That wasn't too too painful. No, I I just reviewed it in October. That that wasn't too painful. I've heard mixed things. I didn't love it by any stretch, but I, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, at no point was I like, I hate this. I should turn it off. Right. Yeah, I've been hearing mixed things since everybody's like end of the year list and everything came out last week. Mm-hmm. It, I saw it on a couple things. It doesn't seem so bad. It's the found footage thing that just throws me off. I think it's found uh, footage. Or am I thinking no, of a different one? No, it's not one? found footage. 
What am I thinking? No. Of? I'm, I'm I, thinking I think there's another one that came out that has this kind of same name-ish around the same time on Netflix. Well, I'm thinking of the one that has the guy you don't like from Creep. Mark Duplass. Mark Duplass. Yeah. I'm no. looking at one with a scary lady with black eyes. That's, no, that's, the, one. that's yeah. the one. That's Olivia. Oh, okay. Is it Olivia Munn? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It's only an hour and 23 minutes, so I am okay with that. Oh, it's Olivia Wilde. Wilde. Yeah, okay. One of the Olivias. Okay, my turn. Uh, it said Donald Glover, but I thought it said Danny Glover, and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, Donald <laughs> I also roll a two. Let me see. Let me see here. Uh, I gotta see if this is a TV show. I don't know what this is. Of course, my Netflix app is gonna run slow now. I'm just using mine Un- on my computer. Unbranded. Unbranded. Is that a movie or a TV show? Let's find out. I am. It is. If it'll ever load. A movie. Unbranded. It is a movie. It is four men take a herd of Mustangs on a journey from Mexico to Canada oh, to inspire shit. adoption of, for wild horses and burros in the government captivity. Why? <laughs> why would? It, why? Why is that for me? It's uh, this movie it, under <laughs> its little like suggestions things. It says it says uh, the this movie is inspiring, but it's also a documentary. Oh, so at least it's about real people. If it's, yeah, you're not exactly. watching, you're not just watching okay. some weird movie about people herding horses. Uh, if it's, a, if it's from, a documentary, I'm okay with it, but. I mean, four and three quarter stars. Wow. 2015. PG-13, 106 minutes. Yep. Unbranded. I don't know what would... Ins- I guess if it's a doc, then it would... Uh, that, that's why it Anything, would come up I in guess. my... Yeah. Oh, I watch weird shit. When, see, when it comes to, like, uh, TV, I mean, I hate reality TV. I'm not watching mm-hmm. any Housewives of anything or Kardashians no, or do any I. of that crap. But anything that has to do with... Real working people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> real people with real jobs. Well, yeah. even if it's kind of got some fake drama in it, but like Axemen, where the guys are oh, cutting yeah. down trees, or the, the fishing Alaska crab show, any of the fishing oh, shows. Oh, like those like, Ice Road Truckers things? Not, I don't really like that one. But, but I don't either, but sometimes w- watching those things slide across the ice is yeah, terrifying. <laughs> I know. Um, but like, yeah, any of the fishing shows where people do that for... I, I watch every single one of those. So between that and the documentaries I watch, I can see why Netflix would have popped that up on my queue, actually. Well, I'll be very interested to hear what you have to say about this. Wait, uh, and what's what's nice about documentaries is, like, I mean, it's even if even if you're not interested in the subject matter, usually documentaries are the safest bet on roulette I've found. Yeah. Well, and that, yeah. that goes to, uh, like, TED Talks and stuff like yeah. that, because you can, you can pop on one, like, uh, on their podcasts. I can just pop, they talk about all kinds of random crap. Like when I can choose on Netflix or their app on Roku, I, I always go for the science ones. But when it's their podcast, it's just random topics. And so like one will pop up and I'm like, eh, I'm not really interested in that. I'll hit play and in five minutes I'm totally hooked. Yeah. So hopefully this has the same effect and I'll be wearing a cowboy hat next episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eugene, you ready for your number? Okay. I am. Five. Five. Okay. Oh, no cheating. No cheating. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh. <laughs> or should I cheat? Oh, no. No, nope, now you have to tell us what it is. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Nicholas Cage is looking at me. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Why do you have a Is it the new one? Is it the ghost? Pay the ghost. Pay the, Pay the ghost. <laughs> because if we were doing regular roulette, I was going to pick that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. 
Son of a bitch. That's okay. horrible. Should, should there be a rule of, like, something that you would never, ever watch? I mean, because like if, honestly... Well, no, I just I just did that one. I would never watch that. Or, oh, you're saying that, that there's, like, that gets... Yeah, because, I mean, if it... Wes, Wes Bentley, the movie, showed up, I wouldn't be watching it. Pay the ghost. Oh, my God. That's just... <laughs> You're paying the ghost, all right, for all your oh, horror I am. love. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe Jess. it's like Rage Cage. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jess, do you want to make a ruling on this? As the I mean, uh, what, what do you since think? I since I invented the game, yeah. <laughs> um, I say that we're all allowed a free pass, but we don't have to take it. So how about so this? you get one free pass, and so then you if can he rolls again one... and he gets something else shitty, oh, I get you. Can't you. Go you get, away from that. You get a re-roll, you can... and you right. You do you move on from pay the ghost? What you do oh, is so you I don't have re-roll. A, I, yeah. Hold on. You you would re-roll. You would go to see what the next thing was. If you think it is better than what uh, was chosen beforehand, then you can choose it. If not, you have to stick with what you got. But you gotta oh, okay. you gotta start the count from pay the ghost. You gotta keep moving to the yeah. right. Oh, gotcha. Got so so I actually if the other one if the next one would be uh, equally not interesting, even more terribler. Okay, so I could actually <laughs> then you got to choose I between could, the one. Okay, okay. I, so <laughs> I I'm, okay back on pay the I'm okay with that. Because we could just theoretically we could just keep rolling die and over and no, over. No, and I know. Over. I don't yeah. want to do that. You, you get one. I, I agree. Okay. Do you you ready? You want it? Uh, one do over roll. Oh, I mean, you, you may as least, well. You, can can, at least you don't see. have to. You could go back to pay the ghost. So. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, three. One, two. Please three. be worse. Of course. Yeah. What? What? Please be worse. Please be another Nicolas Cage movie. Oh <laughs> uh, no! But it, it's one that it's one that I threw your guys' way oh. on roulette. Uh, ah, redirected. Vinnie Jones and a pig head. <laughs> oh, I would take that over. Oh, pay the ghost any day of the week. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I really would. would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, I don't need to ever see anything new that Nicolas Cage has been in. <laughs> but literally, here, here's what scares me is it's 10 minutes longer. So if it's bad, I'm like... It's 10 minutes more of your time. <laughs> it's 10 minutes more of my time. Pay or... the ghost, Eugene. But see, but see, Nicolas Cage amplifies time by like five. So really... Yeah. Yeah. You might actually go back in time watching Pay the Ghost. You're yeah. going to start getting... But you'll, you'll meet me messages. in time travel. <laughs> Uh, what do I do, or do I really just suck it up and say, you know what, I'm going to take my lumps and go with pay the. Go- I'm going to go with pay the ghost. Oh my God. I am. You're, you're going to fast forward right. that whole thing, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, I will watch it. Uh, I will okay. watch it. I had a great roulette you this, chose this time. This bed. <laughs> yes, I, I, yes. Uh, yep. Jess, what did you pick? Sorry, I didn't write it down. I picked the Lazarus effect. Oh, that's right. Oh, good. So. <laughs> Eugene, Wallow with the pigs or <laughs> sail with the eagles, and I'm going with wallowing with the pigs. No, you're sailing with the eagles. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, sure. hair. <laughs> Fly away, buddy. And, Fly free. And I, I wish that you could see the picture that they chose. When I'm you, looking like, when at you, it. When you, scroll, <laughs> when you scroll over it, and then you click on the synopsis, whatever, it's like he's yelling at you. Like, there's a picture of him yelling. Um, good lord. Okay, well, anyway. Uh, rumor yeah. has it, if you zoom in far enough, tattooed very small on his forehead, you can see property of the IRS. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's just rumor. Will do uh. anything for money. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, wow. anything else to add for roulette, anybody? No, I All think right. that's it. Well, then let's move on. But before we do, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, 
something we're going to be doing this year. Uh, prize giveaways. We're going to start doing a little Ooh. more prize stuff. That's uh, right. We want to give you people shit. Yeah, so. why not? Yes. Three. <laughs> All you loyal listeners, we're going to give you some crap. We're going to promise you amazing pr- gifts, and then, uh, you know, we're going to send you eh, whatever we want. Lord help you, whatever that may be. Um, but it's free, so but it's still free, so yeah. shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, prize giveaways. And we're also, we, we talked about doing Jess's Top 100 uh, this year. And so yep. until we come up with a better game or a better something, uh, this is what we're doing. Um, Jess, you will look at, that, that. those Top 100s are usually the third week of the month. That give, works. Give or take. Uh, I would like you to look at your upcoming list, and if mm-hmm. you see a theme in there that sparks your interest, it can be anything. Like, say you're heavy on exploitation that month, or comedies, or Nicolas Cage movies. Uh, then you can, you can. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it will. <laughs> you just let us know, and we'll put it out there for the listeners. Hey, what's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie, exploitation movie, non-Nazi, non-exploitation, whatever it may be. Anything of your choosing, and then that will be their the way that they can enter into this contest. Okay. Hey, they they will send us an email or whatever, and uh, we'll throw their name in a hat, and we'll send you a little something just for listening. Well, again, you can that email be, us, tweet us, or Facebook us. That's right. Yep. We're all out there on the interwebs, uh, and we'll do that drawing at the end of the month. Uh, usually, cool. the last pod of the month or thereabouts. Uh, alrighty, that sounds that, good to me. Anything else to add for prize giveaway? Anybody? Nope. All right. Then let's move on to Recently Watched. And Jess, you get to go first. We're just taking it nice and easy tonight because I, I was in the mood for a relaxed show. You know, I love that we do these lists and everything, but it it starts, if you do too often or even the director spotlights, then it starts blocking the free flow of the show. And it's so much yeah, more fun. Yeah, we don't get to talk about, when we actually you. talk about what we watched. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. All right. So um, since I'm kicking this off and then we're taking our mm-hmm. sweet time, I'm just going to go one at a time here. Um, I finished Making a Murder, so my fiancé and I finished that, and it's, it's, it's difficult. It's, um, I think the idea, Jason and I were talking, I think the idea with things like this and Making a Murder and Serial, for instance, um, is not so much to point out, like, or to, to necessarily free wrongly convicted people, but it's mainly to show how badly the justice system, or the legal system, can be and how it can turn just normal whatever people everyday people all of a sudden they're in jail for you know murder or rape that they didn't convict uh, that they didn't commit um so that it does start off with Stephen Avery who was wrongly convicted of rape and served 18 years in prison for that they finally let him out because DNA evidence literally months after that um they pin him for a murder so today there's been a lot of stuff coming out about how um, certain things were left out of making a murder. Because later on in the show, I, I know you guys are a little bit – you guys you guys haven't I finished yet. just finished episode two tonight and was halfway through three. Yeah, later on they get um, – probably coming up soon for you – they get more into the trial where you're basically just watching the court – the mm-hmm. trial happen. Um, and evidently there was some stuff left out that uh, – doesn't like Eugene mentioned earlier how documentaries can very easily spin something one way, yeah, mm-hmm. when it's the other. So I can't say for sure on how I feel about his or his not <laughs> being guilty. Um, yeah. 
But I can say that whether or not he was guilty, I mean, he, he, you know, whether or not he actually committed the crime, that is one thing. But the fact is, is this police system and the, just their entire legal system in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, is fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And they absolutely, they were feeding, I mean, later on you'll meet Brendan Dassey, who's like his cousin or nephew or somebody who's like 17 years old. He's clearly got a mental disability of some sort where he's just not, he's he probably mentally handicapped. And it's just in one point they're they're feeding him like, okay, well you said you know you saw this right, you saw oh, this that's... right, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah, okay. And then he calls his mom later. He's like, well, no, I didn't see anything, but that's what they they wanted me to say that, so I said. And it's like, oh man, man, that's so whether gross. or not that's whether or not they actually you know Stephen Avery actually committed the crime the second time, I don't know. Um, the evidence that they or the stuff that was missing kind of is is damning towards the documentary i mean there's been a lot of petitions and stuff people coming out saying you know we need to free Stephen avery he's wrongly convicted and, da, 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 and he may very well be it seems that way in the documentary but now learning about other stuff that might have gone left out it's hard to say but like i said that's actually less of the point rather the point is something has to be done because these people are just pushing people in to just get the conviction and be done with it and that right. means murder real murderers and rapists and whatever running around and innocent people like you said about the farm eugene yeah. are in jail for no fucking reason and it's, it's infuriating it is i agree that the, the comparisons to serial are very well founded uh, from what i've seen so far in a couple episodes mm -hmm. but with serial i felt like it was i was amazed how unbiased that series was like yeah it, it, it like at the end of it all i cannot tell you if i feel like that guy did it or not i have no idea i i don't know any more than anybody else and with yeah. this one i can feel a hint of the bias it like it's does there seem more it's, bias yeah. it's very steering towards we're going towards this point and i'm not saying that i believe he's innocent or guilty i don't know but uh, there are red flags along the way and maybe i'm being pushed by no. the by the bias of the thing because it's sort of like what i just got past where uh they were quarantined from their property for eight days oh and yeah he just got arrested for the murder and uh, uh yeah quote, that's ridiculous to quote minority report <laughs> that is an orgy of evidence and you know how many yep. orgies of evidence i've ever seen in a case like this zero none it doesn't yeah. happen like that it's like here's nope. the perfect blood on the perfect car that he's keeping Look, he at his smeared garage it with his finger yeah. yeah it just it's it's sort of like this is suspect especially when they didn't find the key or anything until the guys from the previous mm -hmm. case and the other county over came in to help with the investigation it's just I see, yeah, I see how they're steering it, but I, I, I'm interested to see how it goes. And it's... That's how it kind of it. Like, I mean, like, I, I think that this is much, and I didn't listen to all of the first season of Serial because I was late to the party, so I just listened here and there. But and then I read about it, so I, uh, I know. What's I listened going to on. it last week, <laughs> literally <laughs> last week. Yeah, so I was the latest. And yeah, from what I could tell when I was listening to it, I'm like, okay, you're taking a much more like, do we know? I don't know, but we should still look at these other options. Like, look, like there's still other trails that we need to be following you might think you have the right person but you don't know right. if you just leave these things go and there's a part in making murder that's coming up for you soon i think it's not really a spoiler or anything but there's a part where they're uh questioning a cop and he gives the license plate number of the rav4 that they're looking for mm -hmm. 
and he's talking about when he gave that thing, and they're like, so how did you know the plate? Because when you give it, it seems like you're staring at it, and you shouldn't have been looking at the car at all. You should have not known where it was. Yeah. And he's just like, ah. Oh. And you're like, oh, man, you just... Nope. It's totally, but I, mean, I, I totally believe it. it. It's So, I mean, yeah, whether Stephen Avery did it or not, I don't know. I And I don't want to say that he did. I don't want to say that he didn't. Right. But the fact is that the cops did do very illegal things, and that needs to be addressed as well. Yeah, and they paint him as not an intelligent person. They say he's, he's they not very smart. They paint the whole smart. family that way. Yeah, they say yeah. he's not very smart. But again, oh, they repeatedly do that. They repeatedly call like members of them like, oh, he, well, his nephew or whatever, Brendan. And they're like, well, he's just stupid. You know, he's stupid. And I'm like, I don't think he's. Stu- I think he's really has a problem. Yeah. That it, it's not just a lack of under undereduc- It's not under education. It's the fact that he he's not right totally. But after 18 years in jail for that first false uh, accusation, no, such- um, you learn how to if you're going to commit a crime talking to those other convicts surely you'd know how to cover it up not just right. you wouldn't just have all this evidence laying around your house or your exactly. work and it just is bizarre and on yeah. uh what was that? I was going to make another point um eh, oh they were going through his house and videotaping the police and they're giggling mm-hmm. They're like, yeah. hey, they're hey, like, hey, look, look at this. Oh, hey, hey, we should take his shoes to see if there's been any footprints from any robberies lately. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. that's so strange. Well, and they talk about the and whole wrong. like small yeah. town aspect of it being like, you know, everybody kind of, this is the wrong track, you know, wrong side of the tracks family where they're like, they just own a junkyard. They're not particularly bright people. They just kind of mind, you know, they live their own, they do their own thing. And I get that, but you're still... Uh, but I'm like, so, Even around here. so they're easy, they're easy targets to, to blame crimes. I was like, well, I don't really feel like doing a whole lot of work or whatever. So we're just going to tag it on these people because they probably did something wrong. But even around here, I think that they would turn because I live in the same kind of podunk area, but mm-hmm. they, they would turn on the professionalism for something big like that. And especially if they're walking around the suspect's house videotaping, Being videotaped? It, they would turn it on. Just like, okay, now it's time to not screw around. Be or, official or officer, at, blah, blah, blah. At least pretend that you're being official while the video camera's on, and then after it's over, the you know, grab some chaw and spit and kick the yeah. dog and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else for making a murder? No, it was happy. fantastic. It was very good, and I highly recommend you watch it, but it is super infuriating. I mean, so if that kind of thing it just yeah. really rubs you the wrong way, it's probably going to be something that gets under your skin. Um but other than that, I really liked it. It was good. I feel really bad for this guy if he didn't do it. I just, it's awful. But nope, that's it. I'm good on making murder. I'm going to do a real quick rundown of some TV I've been watching. Not going to spend a lot of time on that. Uh, the Flash Season 1, I've been talking about here and there. I finally finished that up, and it's fantastic. Might be the best superhero show on TV. The ending was amazing. We'll just about bring you to tears. I... I loved it i i cannot wait for season two you said the flash um, yes the flash i haven't started that yet but i think i it's shall great it's so great i did notice a couple of there was a couple of arrow crossover episodes here and there and i could tell from some of the things they said in there that i'm behind on arrow <laughs> i'm only through season two so obviously a few things have happened uh apparently the flash season takes place maybe after season three or something like that. Oh, okay. So I need to, I, I yeah, don't care about I think spoilers I, though. When Arrow was on, like when that season was on, I thought I remembered a bunch of hubbub about the Flash being on air. Like, oh, they're going to introduce the Flash. But yeah, I, 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 I like the, all of it. 
Does this tie in at all with uh, with Avengers? Like, do they make reference at all? Uh, different. That's this is DC. Oh, this is DC. Okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah. No, you're okay. fine. You're fine. I what don't expect we... everybody to get uh, to memorize all this stupid yes. nerd crap. It's all so right. Jessica Jessica Jones and Daredevil. That that's obvious. Marvel. Okay, yeah. and this is uh, DC. Flash, Green Arrow, Batman. Superman. Okay, so now same world. Will those tie in with uh, with the DC universe as far as movies go? Like no, the as far as I know, DC is keeping their movie and TV universes separate. Okay, but like, Marvel they're, they're, isn't. No, Marvel isn't. There's there's crossover. So how are they going to cross over something like Daredevil and Jessica Jones with the Avengers? Uh, they're making two more series for Netflix. That is uh, Luke, Cage, Luke Cage, Power yeah. Man, and uh, Iron Fist which I cannot wait to see. But those four are going to come together for... The, they are the Defenders, which is basically the Avengers B-team. Oh, okay. So either there's going to be a Defenders series, or more likely there's going to be a Defenders movie. Ooh. Which would make oh. sense. Cause I you're think I like together... the Defenders better than I like the uh, Avengers, uh, actually. Avengers? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean... Uh, as far as, as the as sequel far goes, the, I'm with you. Yeah, as far <laughs> as the TV and the movie and everything go, yeah. I, I would much rather sit down and watch... Jessica Jones or Daredevil or anything rather than the Avengers again. I'm good. <laughs> Daredevil was such a great show. We've talked about that show. Right? Yeah. A great show. Uh, well, The Flash is amazing. And it's it's so interesting how uh, DC and Marvel are doing TV and movies completely different. Like, everybody says Marvel's too candy-coated, but then their TV shows are dark as shit. Oh, right. yeah. And then it's the total opposite for DC, where their movies are dark as shit, and then the TV shows are... More family friendly and lighthearted, and the Flash is a perfect com. The Flash is just awesome. Well, and I, I don't, Eugene, I don't know if how you'd feel about it because you're not quite the nerd that I am. So, like, I'm getting references here and there. Whereas you might, I, I don't know. I'd I'd love to get your opinion on it, but everybody is raving about it, so it's not just me. So, where when will um uh Aquaman come into play? I know that he's going to be in the Superman vs. Batman movie, correct? Uh, the slight cameo. Him and Flash have slight cameos. And then uh, Flash movie is coming, I think, uh, next year or so. And then an Aquaman movie thereabouts as well. I don't know. Okay. Those things are scheduled so far out that I don't even believe their dates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> believe it when okay. I see it. Okay. Like Taking when we're too much planning movies TV. for five years. Yeah. Right. Um, next, Black Mirror 2, we uh, season 2. Oh, uh, yeah. Finish that. Haven't. Yep, finish that up. I haven't got to the Christmas episode season three. Oh. I mirror everything you guys have said about it. I love it too. Moving on. Uh, F is for family. Have you guys heard of this? I started I that, just... but I could not get into it. It just was not my thing. <laughs> it I was hoping for something more like BoJack, whacked. and I was not. <laughs> I was too, but it is whacked out of its skull, that show. <laughs> uh, it's only six episodes, so that's nice. It's nice and brief. Um, Eugene, I think you would enjoy it. Uh, it is harsh the way that he talks to his family, but it's it, it's based on Bill Burr's comedy, and he is very aggressive. Uh, oh wait, this is lightly. Bill Burr. Yeah, he's the main voice. He was one of the creators oh, of the show. Okay. Oh, oh you're in. Is, oh, I, he's uh, yeah. I like his stand-up comedy. Act. Yeah, it's great. But and and Eugene, you and I would relate to it maybe a little more than Jess because it's set like in the seventies. And th this is our childhood. If mm -hmm. our childhood had been very R-rated, our childhood was not R-rated. <laughs> um, with our family dynamic, let's put it. Gotcha. The, okay. the family dynamic is extremely R-rated. Um, 
F you, he'll say that to the kids all the time. Doesn't matter. Whatever. He just goes for it. It's crazy. Um, but you should definitely check it out. I think you would get a kick out of it. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And there were a couple of times where even I was cringing like, wow, not a good parent. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it I mean, still it, was It's okay on cartoons, too, because, I mean, you, can, you know, Peter Griffin's a shitty but dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but not to this level. Not like, to this, that level. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's a different hard. kind of humor. It's based in, you can tell it's based more in a reality kind of like, eh, this yeah. Bill Burr's probably said some of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's based more extreme dysfunctional 70s kids growing up, yeah. that that sort of dynamic. Where, I mean, maybe your kids that were born like in the 80s, 90s, they're, they would be appalled by this. But Eugene and I were sort of, I appalled. mean. Appalled? Well, yeah. But Eugene and no, I, it's that, true. that wasn't that unusual yeah. back then. I knew kids that were treated that way. It's all right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, I was, that's my I was, TV in, I was born in 1990, and there was nope. <laughs> None <laughs> of that. In, I, I was in high school. You'd... <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now, where, where are we? Like, have all of us watched uh, both episodes or both seasons of uh, BoJack Horseman? I have. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What you, uh, I think that personally, not to go on a little rabbit trail here, but I think that I, I was so impressed with season one of BoJack that season two, I feel, was a, a step down in quality as far as getting way too serious and now we're dealing with real stuff. And I'm like, let's get back to the silly goofiness and yeah, the jokey. That, because um, I, lo- I, you know, I watched the first season of BoJack Horseman on a whim. I was like, what the fuck is this show? And oh, I just turned so it on funny. and then you just keep watching it because it's short and it's cartoon and it just keeps going on and on and on. And then the season two happened, and I kept hearing kind of like it's not as good. It changes, it changes direction a little bit. And I'm like, all right, well, I, I want to see. I still really liked it. I like um, uh, who created that? What's the name? I don't. I have no idea. It was it, uh, uh, it's, Will Forte. It's missing me. I think so. Yeah, Will Forte. I like. Um, I Will like Arnett. the series. Oh, Will Arnett. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I was fifty percent right of pulling a name out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Will somebody over there? Yeah, um, yeah. I like the serious aspect of it. I like that. Um, and with I guess with the second season of Rick and Morty too, which is not Will Damn it, Arnett. I need to watch but that show. Um, what I am understanding between these kind of cartoons and these co- uh, comedians who are doing these kind of adult animated shows, uh, a lot of it seems to be more of a reflection on the mental illness that they all suffer. Because yeah. we all know that most comedians suffer from depression or something along the lines. Yeah. Um, and so for me, that's really relatable. So with like, with Bojack, I'll admit that there, I was kind of like, oh, I kind of want more funny stuff. I want more of like the cat and the weird child boyfriend thing. And oh, that was great. <laughs> it's like, you're just three children stacked on top of each other. Yeah. And I, but I, did, I, I liked season two as well, but uh, where it started to slip a bit for me is I, I, she's a wonderful person in real life. But I just am not a fan of Lisa Kudrow. Even uh, her voice, it's just like, uh, You can't get away from it. You know it's her. It's like, yeah, that's all you picture. You do. I don't you do. mind, but. But I, I, still, I still liked the show. This uh, F is for family is a whole different thing entirely. <laughs> but like uh, uh, Bojack Horseman, I will sit through the entire opening theme song. Oh, Both I love the opening theme. I love, theme. oh, the Bojack Horseman I actually intro is so good. In, I turned that into a ringtone. I loved it so much. But <laughs> the, the opening for F is for Family is the same, but it's it's uh, half as long, and it's come and get your love. <laughs> it's, yeah, because uh, the Bojack theme is Pat Carney, right? 
in the Black Keys? I don't know what it is. I just know. I'm yeah. not sure. It's I'm pretty sure. Jam. I'm pretty sure it's just Pat Carney without uh, whatever the other guy's name is in the Black Keys. Um, uh, Will uh, did the theme. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Will Arnett. <laughs> Will Forte. I don't know. <laughs> Will Saratoga. Eugene, uh, you have a review for us. Saratoga. You got a lot to get to. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I do. Um, <clears throat> two reviews, but one is going to take about thirty seconds. Starting. <laughs> Now, into the storm. <clears throat> cool CGI, bro. Sorry about the rest of your shitty, lame-ass movie. <laughs> Next <laughs> is Landmine, Go, or Landmine Goes Click. Okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm not going to spend time on shit. So we're going to get to the good stuff. Landmine <laughs> Goes Click. Um, so I had, on another podcast that I listened to, uh, one of the hosts on that show talked about this movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he said it's pretty extreme, and this guy likes extreme stuff. I gotta check this out, of course. So I find out it's streaming on Amazon Prime uh, for free, and we have Amazon Prime. So I checked it out, and I'm happy to report that one, it is a good movie, and two, it is extreme without really any true uh, gory, bloodshedy violence. But it is one of those uncomfortable. I need a shower when I'm done. Type of movies. Ooh. So would you say? Now I don't know anything about this movie. Is it? Is it like a rape revenge or something like yes, that? Yes. Okay. This is very much in the vein of. I you said extreme, but not a lot of blood. So that's what yeah. I assumed. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> wow, okay, that was I, ultra specific. I, yeah, I, the, I'm the like setup the is so thing. good. Yeah. <laughs> the setup is really good. With the movie is a, a couple are in the woods and the guy steps on a landmine, a live landmine, and. and and it goes click. And, <laughs> Roll uh, credits. The, and the, the movie great ends. Movie, and it's thank a you. great five minute movie, yeah. Uh, but uh, so obviously a local yokel shows up with his Rottweiler and things go downhill fast. Now, one thing about this movie is uh, it takes a completely drastic different turn. And I'm not going to spoil anything because uh, I want you guys to see it. It's an hour and, or it's, uh, yeah, an hour and 50 minutes long, which is, it gets a bit too long, but mm -hmm. it goes in a different direction than you're expecting. Uh, when it almost feels like the movie's wrapping up, we get another 20 minutes to uh, a half hour. That oh, I is, hate that. Oh, uh, but, but actually is probably the best part of the movie, uh, and makes it all the more, oh man. And I'm not going to spoil what it is because it's very different. In a good um, way? Was that all oh, man in a good way? Because it sounded it, like an all oh, man this blows. It is. No, no, it is. It, it is. sounded like an all oh, man that was really rough, but it was okay. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, and it's just, but there is no, um, there is no happy endings in this. It's not like that. It's just a very unique. I don't generally go into rape revenge films assuming it's going to have a happy ending. That might just yeah. be me. I don't know. Okay, I guess giggity. Yeah. Uh, you guys keep talking about happy endings. I don't know. No. Did you say giggity? Yes. <laughs> well, you Can we have a sound endings. effect that says that? Oh. <laughs> One day in the future, when I have yeah. money to put into this thing. Speaking but of rape revenge, I did get uh, Miss Forty Five on. Oh, you did sidebar, which, but yeah, which was another another one that I would put into. All of these are kind of lumped into one category. The right, I spit on your grave, Miss Forty Five. But uh, this one is a good movie. It, there, it suffers a little bit from. Uh, overacting here and there, but the premise is so good, and I that last half hour was so unique and different that 
Uh, I was on board. It was good, but it's not a fun, feel-good movie at all. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there you go. That's, Stepping on a landmine usually isn't. Yeah. So it sounds like a landmine was probably the best thing that could have happened to you at that point. <laughs> yes, it, 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 honestly, really? it's it's. This is another one of those movies that's really hard to talk about because it, I don't want to spoil anything right. about it because that's the whole point of the movie is to see where it goes and it's not like I can say yeah you know then the Transformers came around and the, they blew up a city and the Avengers showed up and blah 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 yeah, it was good. Velociraptor it was, was riding on his back and he had a yeah. rocket launcher yes <laughs> yes not so much here but yeah. uh, anyway but yeah it is it is streaming on Amazon Prime and so if you have Amazon Prime uh, listeners out there check it out but be forewarned it is not a uh, it's for a little bit more seasoned horror fans in my opinion so. Okay, Jess. All right, so in keeping with the same uh, theme of extreme cinema, I watched Headless. Eugene mm. let me borrow it. Uh, so I turned on Headless, and from the title screen, or from just the DVD menu, I'm like, I, this looks really familiar. Why does, what, what is this? And so I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm like, okay, I know I haven't seen this. Um, but what it is, is have either of you seen Found? I want to. It's it's on my yeah. Net, yeah. I don't, I don't know. So I don't found, know what either of these movies are. Uh, well, backtrack a little bit. Found is, um, I believe it was released by Fangoria, but I can't be for sure on that. Uh, it, it's about a little kid who realizes his like older brother is a serial killer when he finds a head in his closet. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting concept. I do not care for this director's um, mean spiritedness without a point. Is it the same director for both? Yeah. So Headless is, or I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Found is just like a movie, and Headless is the movie that the little kid is watching in it. So it's like a, like, we made this fake movie that we made into a real movie hmm. kind of thing. I will say that the gore is great. They do a really good job on that. Um, but that's about it. For me, Headless, I had the same problem with Found. Is It's just, it's a really mean movie. Basically, it's just, it's this guy who just is a murderer and that's all he does. He just goes around and he kills women and does awful things with their heads that are, are now decapitated. And I think there's supposed to be some backstory going on about his childhood that I just didn't care about at all. <laughs> Yeah, because nothing about this movie is redeeming. Like, there's no good quality. It's not good quality filmmaking. It's the only good thing it has going for it is the the use of practical effects, and I appreciate that. I'm just not a big fan of. For me, he's just a little bit too mean without actually having anything to back it up. You know what I mean? Like Last House on the Left and I Spit on Your Grave are mean movies, but they all kind or, of hold. Like- Lucky McGee's or the like woman. Or like anything like Lucky McGee. Yeah, anything like <laughs> Lucky McGee, really. But specifically the fault. woman, which I actually don't like the woman either. But um, it's just, it's not, it's just, there's nothing happening. And I was, I was bored. I was, I was like, okay, I've seen this stuff before. Like, I've, I've seen extreme cinema and it's like, okay, yeah, you're fucking a head. You're, you're fucking a decapitated head. Okay, great. Let's have six more scenes of that. You're just <laughs> laughing it up like, yep. And it's totally good because it, it doesn't like bother me. I'm not squeamish about anything like that, but it's just like, uh, this is boring. Like, this is just scenes of this happening. There's at least six scenes of that specific act happening. And it's just like, yeah. why? There's nothing else going on in this movie. I will say, I thought that the, the kid wearing the, uh, the skeleton mask 
that was kind that of that was good. That I like him, yeah, and his little clicky sounds that he made. Yes, I thought that was really good, and, and I was but, really, I was on board with it, like when because he it starts out kind of with him and the and the guy, and I'm like, okay, maybe yeah. uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's really low budget, obviously, but that's that's fine. Yeah. If it's a good movie, then whatever. But it's just not. And with Found, um, Eugene, if you liked Headless, you will definitely like Found. I think Found is probably actually a better movie because there's actually a story going on, like there's something holding yeah. it together. Um, I just, the very end of found is just a bit too, like, what the, like, why, why, why is this happening? Like none. So is this, is this kind of like falling into that category of, uh, those guinea pig movies you guys? Not quite because it has more of a narrative, but I would say that, that found and headless is probably the step right before that. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. I wouldn't say I would, that it's it's quite that, yeah. but because they like found and headless are they're more movie movie like he's they're yeah. very evidently trying to guinea pig. I think as far as that goes, is it's more trying to like look, this is real. We're we're really trying to make you believe this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it's I don't know, it just didn't work for me. But I'm yeah. glad I saw it, and I'm glad that I wasn't losing my mind when I'm like, well, I know I know what this is, but I don't have any recollection of seeing it. So I'm glad that I didn't hated that much that I blacked out and watched it a second time. <laughs> That's okay. We were glad that you weren't losing your mind when you were responding to responding to text messages we sent uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> I, I will say that I did think that the practical effects were very convincing and yeah. well done. They were, I mean, that was hardcore. And you know what? I will say one thing about this director. I will give him one credit in that, especially in the horror genre, he is not afraid of male nudity. And that's actually no. kind of refreshing when as a female horror fan, when all you see is naked women all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, not that, the, not that he's using them. Well, I'm sure you don't have a problem. Well, with as it, a very but. heterosexual <laughs> male, I no, there are a lot of heterosexual males that are like, Oh, like they freak out whenever there's a but penis I can't on screen. See it. And I mean, and I'm not I, saying they're using, he's care. using male nudity in a sexy way. Cause he's most definitely not. Oh no, it's not sexy. <laughs> Especially at all. It and Eugene, when you, when you see found that. and you get to the scene where that happened, where there's male nudity, it's, Oh my God. It's, it's, it's rough. So but, do, do you have uh, that movie, or how did you watch I it? Do you think I might actually have that? I don't know if I have it or if I got it from Netflix. If I have it, I'll let you borrow it. Okay, because I would like to see it. I would like to see what the yeah, especially if you liked that one better than Headless, I would like yeah. to watch that one too. So good. Right. Well, I'm glad right. you gave it a shot. Me too. I always like giving something. I always like to check crazy ass horror movies out. Yeah, that's just because I, I don't like them doesn't I mean I'm not still seeking them out. <laughs> I like I like to watch all kinds of crazy shit too, but I think I'll pass. Yeah, on I don't I'm think good. this is. Yeah, <laughs> this is right. most definitely a Eugene than me than not at all. Oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's yeah. I actually I mean because I actually did like the movie uh, because it really really went there. Uh, my biggest gripe with the movie was the some of the side characters. Their acting was very oh, much. Bad. Hey, I'm getting my my brother's cousin's uncle to star in my movie. Where they were like, just say like. these words. Yes. <laughs> just say and, them. You but, don't have to say them with emotion. Just yeah. say them. But the harshness of the movie, uh, because I do like some of those guinea pig movies, the harshness of it, 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 so it takes a lot to affect me. And so I'm always looking for those movies that can affect me. And mm-hmm. that one, I'm like, okay, that was, that was hardcore. See, it seems like uh, my version of, of, what you guys are talking about here would be the last horror movie. You remember that one, Eugene? Where yeah. it's like, oh, yes. it's, fall- it's found footage thing, but it's serial killer. Like, that's disturbing. 
to me. Yeah. Without without being that so movie... on the nose. I just hate it when it's so on the nose. And like, well, look, we're offensive. Offend, offend, offend. And it's like, uh, I'm not that's offended. That's sort I'm just of like, how I felt about weirdo. this movie. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hearing. Going back to the last podcast, it's entirely how I felt about Human Centipede 3. But that's fine. Yes. I never have to talk yeah. about that movie again. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a worst horror movies of all time yep. segment. Oh, <laughs> yep. I'll get you to bring it up again. Okay, uh, my turn. I'm going to... Doubleheader, uh, again, these are kind of revisited reviews, so I'm not going to spend much time, but I do have one new review we'll get into on round three. Um, but this is round two. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth from 1959, starring James Mason and Pat Boone. I've talked Fantastic about it before. Movie. This was in my top 100. I love this film. It popped up on Netflix. I absolutely had to revisit it, even though I got the DVD sitting right over there. It's like, oh, it's kind of HD. And then I saw the runtime, and I'm like, oh, 120 minutes. Uh, I'll just watch a little bit. Nope, was in for the whole thing, because it's a freaking awesome movie. I love it. I don't. They've made at least five Journey to the Center of the Earth movies. None even come close to this one. Really? Um, I've never no. seen it. Never no. seen this one. You and Joni, watch this movie. It's really, it has, really good. It has old-school special effects that will appease you, and it's... Very family friendly. She'll be fine. It, it's great. It, your kids could watch this movie. Just yeah, about. it's just a fun, no. just adventurey, very old, old movie. Sci-fi. Yeah, it's just like old, happy family fun. But there, James Mason. Okay, yeah. <laughs> how has there not been a James Mason biopic starring Sam Neill at this point? Get the president <laughs> of Hollywood on the phone because those two are clones. I want this movie made right now. Get on with it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I my score stands. I love that movie. It's fantastic. Next, um, I gave... We've been talking Ridley Scott here and there. Or rather, I have been. Uh, <laughs> and Robin Hood has come up. And we've talked... Jess and I don't like Robin Hood. Eugene okay. does. Uh, but I have a whole network of um, voodoo people who give me voodoo codes because they have no use for them. And I... And but a poor father of three who will take any voodoo code he can get. Um, I don't even so know how to I, use voodoo. I don't. <laughs> oh, you should so, learn. Oh, it's great. I love it. You should learn. <laughs> and I can get this on the PlayStation. Yep. Okay. Yep. I will look into it. You get the codes. You pop them in. You can get a lot of deals. I uh, he gives me. I got friends that give me all their voodoo crap when they buy stuff. I had sometimes they give credits. Just here, you have a two dollar credit. Here, you have a two dollar credit. I. So I had enough credit, bought a movie. I now own it digitally. Nice. Like, fantastic. Anyway, uh, Ridley Scott's Robin Hood. I went back and uh, revisited this one just for the sake of revisiting it because we had talked about it. I was like, why not? And I got to say, I maybe I was a little hard on it the first time. It still is pretty damn forgettable, but two-thirds of this movie is is actually very good, even for the prequel nature that I hate. But... All of a sudden, in the third act, it shifts and goes to this battle, war thing, and they're fighting something, and for the life of me, I can't figure out what in the fuck they're doing. I don't know who they're fighting, I don't know why, I just, all of a sudden they're like, we need a big battle on the beach, and then they go battle, and I'm like, wait, what is going on? I don't even, but everything that came before that, and the stuff that came after that, was all pretty damn interesting. It just... Ah, they get to that point, and I'm like, ah, what, why, who, Ah, and and it's over with no interesting, Ah, I I still, I'm going to put this one down there on the scale of Ridley Scott, but at the end of the day, it's still a 
pretty good Ridley Scott movie. I mean, it's still pretty epic with with lots of character development, and uh, you know, I care about the characters along the way. I just even here I am a few days later trying to remember what 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 happened. See, it's not, uh, and that's what happened to me with Robin Hood. It's, I mean, it's not like Ridley Scott makes bad movies per se, but just some of them are very unforgettable. Well, <laughs> unforgettable. Some are very forgettable. Well, I meant forgettable, but I said unforgettable. That's fine. I'm sorry. Um, I was really upset that, that uh, Natalie Cole died. And <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, and I think that I've heard rumors that they're doing another Robin Hood coming soon. Anyway, the the I, I would still say while the much maligned Kevin Costner version, I that movie came out at the right time for me. Uh, the right age of becoming a cinephile. Mm-hmm. I still really, really enjoy that Kevin Costner version. I'm going to say that's probably still my favorite. Uh, the Errol Flynn one, obviously good, but that's so old. It's classic cinema, completely yeah. different thing. It's like yeah. comparing uh, rapey gold finger to uh, <laughs> freaking Daniel Craig. It just doesn't work. It's sort of like you're talking about two different things, you know? Um but you know what? I, I will come up on the score a, a bit from what I have said before. Because it's a well-made movie. Okay, well, Eugene, right. over to you. Oh, well, okay, so we're, so Jess did Headless, you did Robin Hood, and now I'm back to, okay, Into the, <laughs> into the Storm. I'm going to talk, you know, I'm just, No, you did that already. <laughs> I know, Please I know. don't. <laughs> um, okay, so next up for me is a very. Well, listen, we'll do another round after this. That's, okay. that's where we're at. So okay. you have two rounds left. Okay, uh, so I was uh, going to talk. There's a couple movies I want, couple movies I wanted to talk about, but one I just watched, finished up yesterday, and uh, it was good enough that I wanted to mention it on the show, and that would be Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, one that I had fairly low expectations for. And, it got a lot uh, of shit, and I don't yes. think it deserved it. I, yeah, seriously, I was expecting, like, uh, this is gonna be another generic zombie movie that, eh, whatever. And this is where writing comes into play so big in movies. Uh, because the plot is still fairly generic, mm-hmm. but they got, uh, a good, competent cast and a great script. I loved the comedy in this movie. It was hilarious. Uh, and I mean, like, I was, in tears at a couple parts in this movie, I'm like, this is so damn funny. I'm laughing uh, remembering 9 to 5. <laughs> oh, that was great. I love that scene. The 9 to 5 and the... All of the uh, music the, cues in that movie are great. Were, were like, at the beginning. Timed, and... Yes. Perfectly timed. And the zombie dick scene also was... I heard God. about that on Hilarious. HNR. It yeah. was yeah. so good. Uh, but it's it's a zombie movie, so guess what? It's about an outbreak of zombie plague, and there's in scouts guide, so that means there's teenagers that are scouts, whatever, and they save the day. There's your movie. That's it, and it's good. It's very good, and and it doesn't fact, focus a whole lot. Like I mean, it's a zombie movie, but it's not about like we need to figure out what this is. Like no, it, not it at just is kind of like the zombies are inconvenient and they're running from them, but they're not. It's mostly just about the yeah. the comedy between the friends and the girl, and yeah. I like the girl. The, uh, yeah, me too. The, the, the stripper, the stripper girl. Yeah, she was great. Everybody was great, and the t- the comedy timing was so good in this. Uh, it's more of a comedy than a horror movie, yeah. but it. I mean, there's a lot of good gore in it, and uh, 
It's just a good movie. It was fun. I it was a very pleasant surprise. I was expecting. I don't know. I, was I would say an, it's more of like a Euro trip meets Zombieland. Yes, where it's yeah, got that a, kind of that humor that would fit more for Euro trip, but it you know the whole zombies and and fun aspect. But yeah, it was fun, Eric. I think you would really get a kick out of the thing. I'll give it a try. I've heard mixed reviews on it, so enough that I'm like, oh, well, I'll watch it, see what's going on there. And there is, mind. there's a halfway through the end credits, there is a a little uh, singer scene, mm-hmm. and it's probably <laughs> the funniest part of the entire movie for me. For some reason, it just was so perfectly timed, and I actually rewound it and watched it again because I was laughing that hard. <laughs> I'm like. That was so good. Yeah, we got so. to see that at uh, 12 Hours of Terror in Cleveland in October. That was their special. They do a surprise screening for, or the, uh, whatever, a special screening for every 12 hours. And sometimes it's old, sometimes it's new. And this year it was new, and they were like, okay, everybody put their phones away now. Like, we'll we'll throw you out of here. This is like, you know, this is this is a new movie that people mm-hmm. really haven't seen yet. And it was like, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Boxes. So I'm like, all right. I'll watch this. We were busy I don't have a choice. A I was trapped movie. in a theater yes. for 12 hours. <laughs> you were. You were having a much worse time than I was. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is with, uh, with this movie, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Gravy in that it was very low budget, yeah. but they had a killer script, and that's what, that's what made the movie. So, and, and that's I all gravy. you need. Yeah. It's really just some good writing. You don't have to have a bunch of money. Yeah. So, money anyway, helps. That's but. it. Money helps. Yeah, money does help. You want to do another one, Eugene? Um, yeah, I'll do one more. Um, uh, let me talk about Sherlock Holmes' The Abominable Bride. The new uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. The uh, new epi- the Christmas special? Yes. That came out after New Year's? <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, or on New Year's or whatever. I don't know. British time is weird. British. Yeah. Every every title of every movie, it just gets longer and longer. <laughs> longer and longer. The I'm series, the, notes the, the shows the keep Scout's taking Guide like to the Abominable months. Key yeah. to My Heart. Of the... <laughs> Scout's Guide um, to the Abominable bar- Abominable Bride. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that that is probably one of the novels from way back in the day. But probably, I'm, I'm not no familiar idea. with much Sherlock Holmes writing I, as far. I mean, I'm fairly familiar with titles, but I haven't heard that one, so I, I could, I, I don't know. Because they've all been based on, I mean, there's the obvious obvious ones, like the House of Baskerville one yeah. and everything, but I think there's the other ones that, the other episodes are based on Arthur Conan Doyle stories, right? Yeah, and, and, well, and this one here, I, once again, I'm not sure if I'm, how much I'm able to talk about this, because it literally, it would spoil, like, it's so yeah, I haven't watched it. I'm not caught up. <laughs> yeah, <don't> fascinating. <laughs> so let's hear this review. It's just going to be a star uh, rating. Like is Benedict Cumberbatch cute? Because that's sure. all I'm concerned with. <laughs> Cumberbatch? Is, is he in this movie? He, I'll tell you, he is fast climbing on my list of favorite actors. He is so good. Uh, and I think he was great in this. He is the, like, I like him better than Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock. I do too. Perfectly um, cast as Doctor Strange. Just I great. can't yes. wait to see that. Yeah, me too. And more, uh, Martin Freeman as John Watson, perfectly cast. They're so good together. Uh, the he show is. itself, it, I love Martin is. Freeman and his range. I mean, from being on that and being on Fargo and being Bilbo. I know. Yeah, it's so. But but this one here, it's it's hard to talk about again because I anything that I say about it, it 
completely you're like what oh that happens and so, so now uh, how many how many years do we have to wait for the next season to come out is I what i really know. want to I, I really hope that they're <laughs> filming now i really do because it is a great show this is not the best episode by the way of the show uh but it because uh, to me it feels like a bridge for the next season it almost feels like right. okay Here's how season three ended. Now here's the bridge to get you to season four. That's what this felt like. And it was still, there was a murder mystery thing going on, but it felt very much, it didn't feel like episode one of season four. It, to me, it almost felt like, like okay, a, a prologue. This the, yeah, this is where, how three ended. And here's where we're going to start with season four. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think that's, that's how they generally with, uh, especially with like Doctor Who, like all, a lot of the English TV shows do that with their Christmas specials and stuff where they're just like, okay, and we're going to have this weird hour long special that doesn't really pertain to the last season and possibly pertains to this next season, but it's just a freebie. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. That's what this feels like. And it's still really, really good, but it's just, it's like, okay, this doesn't feel like an official, official episode one of season four. It feels like. Well, Just I do need to get bridge. caught up because I want to watch yeah. it. That ASAP. show is so good. Yeah, and my, and my wife too. She's like, should we be watching all of the uh, the series again? She loves those shows. They're great. Uh, yeah, it's they just are. like they're, they're hour and a half episode long. Movies. Now, and it's like, whew. yeah. That, that's why we haven't got into them. Yeah, yet. that's why it's, it's hard to get. That's why I haven't oh. caught up on season three. I mean, I, Eric, I, you would love them. I so watch good. all this other stuff. But. We're getting there, but they're like movies. They're movie length. We yeah. watch movies if we, we yeah. have time. Does we an don't. episode it's, it's... of Sherlock count if I get that on the next Netflix suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a TV show. It's uh, a series. Uh, yeah. Yep, that's right. Okay, right, Jeff, so my last turn? round for you. Yep. All right, yeah, so I've got a few things, but I'm going to make them quick. So I have, I got a couple uh, Blu-rays from Screen Factory. Thank you, Screen Factory. Nice. Uh, I got 1977's The Car, starring uh, with, James with Brolin. The, James Brolin, Directed nice. by Elliot Silverstein, who did Cat Baloo. Random. Uh, <laughs> basically, a possessed black car terrorizes a town, and a, a small town in Utah, and that that's it. James Brolin ha- is a police officer, and he's got to go fight the car with his with his police friends. And it's it's fine as like a kill as far as killer car movies go. I mean, Christine is the best killer car movie. Let's be honest. But Amen. Yep, agreed. Yeah. Uh, this is not. Um, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun for a one-time watch. And yeah. what really kind of threw me is, is you're just watching this normal killer car, just whatever. It's just running around and running people over, and it can't be stopped by bulletin. Is there a driver? We can't tell. All the windows are tinted. <laughs> <laughs> but The and, police and, were undone <laughs> by tint. <laughs> but but two, two things stood out to me, and one was the use of the, again, the use of the Shining theme. So, yeah, like, I feel like last episode I mentioned some movie that was using the Shining theme. And this one, it does. I was watching it with Jason, and he was like, is that the Shining? I'm like, yeah, that's that's exactly what that is. And the end, I'm just going to spoil it because it came out in 1977, and it's a killer car movie, all right? So if we're going to be pissy about spoilers. I'm I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it, so (laughs) that's okay. I can can live with myself. So the movie opens with a quote from Anton LaVey. And that's weird for those of you who yes, don't know. Is. He's the founder of the Church of Satan. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, okay. And they don't really get into that until the end when it is revealed. Evidently, the car is possessed. And when they blow it up, 
because that's how they have to kill it. They blow it up and it growls and like a face comes out of the fire explosion. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I like that. I, yeah, it was, I like it was fun. I've, yeah, fun. I'm at the Arrow Blu-ray, and I, I agree. It's it's fun for what it is. I'm probably you know. not going to need to watch it again, but it, it's a nice. The tra- there's no reason that it should look as nice as it does because Screen Factory <laughs> always makes everything look really nice. Yeah, but um, I, I liked it. I'm going to watch it. I watched it once. I'm not going to watch it again. But I would say if you enjoy those, check them out. So another, the other two that I got from uh, Screen Factory were Women's Prison Massacre. Nice. From 1983, Bruno Matai, and The Guardian, which was William Friedkin. So, Women's Prison Massacre. I, fair, full disclosure, I like Bruno Matai movies. I uh, I oh, love Rad's Night of Terror. I like Hell of the Living Dead. Amen. Um, but, but, women, yeah, but Women's Prison Massacre <laughs> was boring. It was just oh, ri- no. yeah yeah and that's that's really the most that that's the tragedy is that this is just your standard women in prison exploitation movie <laughs> of which there are many you there are many. The last time you watch it um I never watched this one and it's yeah <laughs> you were so excited I thought you were <laughs> no, like, no no I, I, was, was, oh, I can't so wait to hear it <laughs> yeah I was, I was like please tell me how good this one is no oh. it's it's really talky. Like weirdly, shit. it's real. There's a lot of just chit chat going on the whole time, and I'm like, "This is what? What am I I'm supposed to be watching? Women no, like beating no the shit words. out of each other, We're and and awful lady guards and things like that." But that's not it. But what I will say about Women's Prison Massacre is it's actually kind of a it's a, it's kind of an Emmanuel movie. Mm. Oh. Uh, if you're familiar with those. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. We are boys. Yes, yes. I assume. <laughs> but Emmanuel, she's a reporter, and she ha- she uh, uh, gets too close to uncovering something about a higher official, so they send her to prison. And so she has to get in a fight with like the the big bad lady prisoner, and but then uh, they have to for whatever for whatever reason a group of male prisoners has to stay overnight, and they overthrow all the lady guards, and then it's like women prisoners versus male prisoners, and that's fine, but it takes for fucking ever to get there. Yeah, well, Whoa. women all want penis. I think we all know that, Jess. That's uh, the seventies have prison. taught us everything. I think if yeah. women's <laughs> prison movies have taught us anything, is it that ladies do not want penis at all, <laughs> <laughs> or all the time, or all the time? <laughs> or all the... Now, I do see here on IMDb, he goes at uh, he goes by Gilbert Rosell. Yes, wow. he does not go by that Bruno Matai. Yeah, but then for Rats, Nights of Terror, Night of Terror, he goes by Vincent Dawn. Uh huh. So just I think he has Vincent know. Dawn for another one too. He's got like three different aliases, and I think on a lot of the re like all the aliases and stuff like this, they've actually just it says Bruno Matai now. Yeah, he's yeah. a porn. He sounds like a porn producer. Vincent I mean, Matai, kind of. Dawn. Bruno Matai is his real Bruno, name. Bruno, my bad. Well, supposedly that's his real name. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Bruno is so much better. <laughs> yeah, really. That's such an improvement. But, Eric, if you haven't seen Rats Night of Terror, you need to. Because it's great. Oh, th- just the ending of, the, of Rats oh my God, is it's awesome. so great. It's, <laughs> seriously, Eric, you, you would like that movie. I've never heard of that one. I, I'd check it out, though. That's Rats cool. Night of Terror. Oh, but, uh, this is a prison, uh, <laughs> women's prison movie, too. I mean, come on. 
So uh, my last couple here. <laughs> Eugene just about spit liquid all over the. Te- I was a teenager in the VHS era. Give me a break. Yes. Elsa, true. Elsa, Elsa. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Elsa all the time. Yep. So uh, the last two I got here, uh, I got The Guardian uh, from 1990, which was a William Friedkin movie, which I had never seen before, and I liked it. I was really impressed. I didn't have any idea what the movie was about. I'm like, okay, Guardian. I don't know. Maybe it's something supernatural. It's a pagan thing. Uh, turns out trees need human sacrifices, specifically Sweet. of the baby kind. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well. It's <laughs> not like all gruesome. They kind of just absorb no. them into the tree, and then the faces of the babies kind of stick out of the tree, which is actually scarier than if they were to just kill the baby outright. <laughs> yeah. Oh, switches. <laughs> but they, <laughs> this, family moves in, this family moves into a new, a, a new house, and they've got an infant. They realize that some ancient druid occult people are following them, and they want their baby for whatever druid occult things. I have, so it's you moved the trees, but you didn't move the baby gravestones. Right? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, okay. kind of. Gotcha. And um, it, poultry it's tree. Got, there's a, like a really intense bike crash, <laughs> like a bicycle crash. Yeah. And I. It's it's kind of comical, but it, it I don't know. It was it's just a weirdly placed. But uh, other than that, there's a lot of the gore effects and everything because William Friedkin doesn't generally do much with gore. I mean, yeah, we have got The Exorcist and everything, but there's no no yeah. gore in that movie, um, unless you count puke. But yeah. in this one, they're very a la Sam Raimi. I thought I had, uh, and maybe that was just the Scream Factory transfer also looking super awesome. And making everything much more vibrant, but was, uh, there, was there a scene in the end with uh, the tree getting a chainsaw? Yes, to it? yes. Okay, so I, he that. chops up the tree and it bleeds and yes. and stuff like okay. that. Um, but yeah, I liked it, and I liked that uh, I got to see a William Friedkin movie that I hadn't seen because I feel like I'm running out of them, <laughs> <laughs> and he's not making them anymore, yeah, or at least yeah. not ones I want to see. So, Killer Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Killer Joe was okay. That was good. Killer Joe. I liked. Actually, I've almost bought that note, one a couple of times. I know yeah. the I, one of uh, my ex managers at Regal. His sister is Carrie Coon, and she is married to the writer of Killer Joe. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, that was a good, it was a good movie. I think I just got one. Oh yeah, I got one more here. I'm going to end on kind of a downer. Uh, I watched as uh, uh, Dear Zachary a letter. I think it's like a letter to a son about his yeah. father or something like that. Um, and it was recommended on like a, if you watch Making a Murderer, you might like this um, website I, uh, list. And it's really sad. It's really, really sad. <laughs> this uh, guy's making, he starts out making a documentary um, to this little boy, Zachary, about his father who was murdered probably by his, his ex. Um, but for whatever reason, same kind of Making a Murderer and serial stuff were like just something happened and they got off or whatever. It's kind of, I guess it's the opposite in that. And it's that the per- wrong, this person is going free as opposed to being in prison. Like they rightfully sh- should have. So it's, it's, he's making this documentary and this guy that was killed. who's like, he was basically like the nicest guy in the world from what the documentary says. Like he's like the perfect human being, but you know, bias, I'm sure. <laughs> but in in all honesty, he really did seem that way. And it, what it turns out is that his ex kind of probably just went a little crazy and shot him because he she was he was trying to break up with her and she wouldn't take no for an answer. 
So flash forward, she a couple months later after that, she's like, I'm pregnant. We're having a baby. I'm having his baby, blah, blah, blah. So this guy wants to make a documentary seeing all his, you know, old friends. And that way, all these people who knew Zachary's father could tell him all the nice things about his dad and everything. And then it takes a hard, hard left in that I don't know if I want to tell you guys, but I kind of do because it's not entirely a spoiler because it happens in like the middle of the movie where basically something really, really awful happens in the process of making this documentary. And it's just, it's, it's, it sounds kind of like, super, hold super, off. Yeah. I, I'm, what do you think you'd, I'm, I'm hearing hold off. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm saying that you guys are fathers and you have sons and perhaps maybe not for you. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the kid dies. That's yeah, the kid dies. Me. Yeah. Wonderful. She, yeah. the the lady um, <laughs> who probably killed his dad, uh, basically, um, she was in prison for a while. She gets out, takes the baby from its father's parents, uh, who were taking care of, care of the baby. She evidently they get a call saying they're missing. We don't know where the two are. Where are they? Where are they? Evidently, she ties like. Tied the baby to her and jumped in the ocean. Hello, movie I'll so, never watch. So they both yeah. die, um, which is absolutely awful because then they you have to watch the whole rest of the thing with the parents suffering and that they lost their son, they lost their grandson, and this lady killed herself. So there will never, ever be any kind of trial or anything like that oh. again. And well, the only good part is the bitch is dead. Yeah, yes. There's dead a time, specific yeah. edit in that movie where right after you find out the baby died, it's just this like flash of red and this distorted screaming from like a variety of different voices. And it's just it's just supposed to be pure rage and anger and it's it is and it was jarring and I mean I was sitting there in the middle of the day just watching it and I kinda like felt like myself like, Oh god, like that oh it's 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 a fantastic document. Like it's, Jess it's felt, a good movie, uh, but it, and felt, we would uh, be like smashing shit. <laughs> yes. Like my god. Oh, wow. No, That's it's it's rough. Horrible. It's really rough and uh, yeah, I, for parents I probably I probably would say pass because it's yeah. just it's not something that you need to think about. But other than that it's really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think how to approach my re- my one remaining review. I'm like, oh, after that it's just it's fucked. Uh, what am I going to do? This is foobar. Uh, <laughs> and on a high note, and on a high note. <laughs> oh yeah, so Dead Kids. We um Hey, I have that movie, Dead Kids. Uh it's an Australian yes, movie. It's really yes. good. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, uh Woo. Are you done with uh, the Yeah, guy? I'm good. I'm done. That's it. I'm going to bring okay. you all down, and then I'm going to be done. <laughs> no, it's all good. Let's uh, let's uh, reset and move on. <laughs> um, uh, Mind Game. My last review of the night. Mind Game. Uh, this Japanese animated film that I'm sure to bound to love, right? Because everybody's raving about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved this movie, and I hated this movie. Hmm. <laughs> So frustrating. So did you love it more or hate it more? Oh, man. Well, how about you just tell us (laughs) Purely on time spent, I guess I'd have to say loved uh, by a a hair. A smidge. But it's it's so frustrating because you're not going to understand until you watch it, and you will. Um, Is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. And a lot of people are raving this is one of the best masterpiece Japanese movies ever, but I... Boy, I just don't see it. I mean, 
I get it. Me. I see why the love is there, but it's just, oh man, that, that, you got a movie, you're going along, you're doing a certain anime style, and then it, which is exaggerated human form and everything. I get it. But then all of a sudden it, it sort of like the film pauses and then we go into this guy's mind and he's like, I'm thinking this and I'm thinking this and I'm thinking this and it cuts to, it, it will literally jump between uh, a couple of dozen different art styles while he's playing out different scenarios. And mm-hmm. they're very irritating, like extreme OCD. Imagine 10 televisions on a wall all playing different things nah. at the same time. See, and I like in animation when they go. But then it, it it cuts back to the normal narrative, and that's good. And then it jumps again. And you're like, this is irritating, but I can't stop watching because i got to <laughs> see where the hell this thing is going. And it does this several more times. Now, if you just cut together the core narrative part, parts, that would be a fantastic movie that I would love. But these side jumps, sometimes, like, I, I just, it almost is sort of like, here's a headache, and somebody's hitting you on the head. Bang, bang, bang. And it's like, I, I don't like this. It's like overstimulation of senses. Very much so. Uh, so definitely give it a watch because obviously I'm the lone voice of dissent on this thing. Uh, everybody else seems to love it and it's a masterpiece. It, it's very... I have not heard just, a single word about it until you brought it oh, up. So I'm definitely not until, on the right website. <laughs> <laughs> you're not You're not populating the Japanese anime? Uh, I guess <laughs> not. I guess that uh, demographic missed me. That's okay, but this one, you should, you should, it's sort of a checklist because it, it falls under my category of uh, anomaly of cinema. This is a freaking weird thing, and you should check it out. I think, like like I said in the text, that Jess will get in about a week. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Jess will give this movie an 8 out of 10, Eugene will give it mm, a 6. Oh, wait, no, I got that one. Oh, wow. Except I have, the future? I, I'm looking at my phone right now and it says I have 14 text messages. So I'm probably assuming that I probably got more oh, that I've been all, missing. All of last week is about to get interesting. Yep. Gonna go back in time. <laughs> We're going to talk about everything again. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. I got a little bit of time travel coming up in the tease for next episode. <laughs> Eugene, last round. Okay. I'm going to end on a good note. Um, so, and this is one that I watch every year. I've been watching it for, I don't know how long. I don't know how many times I've seen this movie, and it's so good. I will be impressed. I know that Eric has not seen it. Jess, I'm guessing you haven't, but we'll see. And that is Umberto Lenzi's Black Demons. I have not <laughs> seen that one, but you said Umberto yeah. Lenzi, and I was like, maybe. Oh, I heard guys. Umberto Lenzi, and I was like, probably not. <laughs> I heard, I, this I got movie closer is to my mic. so like, much Man. fun. It's Man. so cool. And, and it's, of course, it, they go by Demons 3. So this is supposedly Demons Part 3. It's not. Um, it's something about this movie is... <laughs> I like is, that the filmmakers titled this film, and you're like, no. No. <laughs> it's not. No. This is not. And it's movie. truly, Don't. it's it's uh, like Black Demons. It's about like black dudes that are demons. African American demons, I guess. Yes. Three but, college students and a yes. housekeeper are besieged at a remote Brazilian plantation by a group of zombies raised by, by a voodoo curse. It's so good. And what makes it so good is because it's late 80s Italian horror. So the big horror boom from the. 70s and 80s in Italy was over. So th- these were like very low rent, uh, and cheap, che- and way cheesier than the other ones, like the older 
late seventies, early eighties. It's something about these are so much fun. Like, uh, Lucio Fulci's Zombie 3 and, uh, the, uh, the uh, house uh, movies that mm-hmm. Lindsay and Fulci did, the House of Clocks, House of Lost Souls, House of Witchcraft, and House of... Um, Laughing Windows? Laughing... No, no, no. That was... Uh, no, no. Uh, anyway, yeah. And, uh, that, that, <laughs> like how we just say Laughing Windows. Like, that's a yes. thing. Like, Laughing Windows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't even, I don't even know what that movie is. I want to see it right now. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Do, I've never yeah. seen Demons 3 or AKA Black Zombies, but... I'm or, the Laughing Windows. Black thing. Demons. I need no, to. Seriously, it, it is a great time. Like, it is a total drinking movie. Late night, eating junk food. It's fast-paced, 85 minutes long. The actors are horrible. The <laughs> acting is not good. The directing isn't good. The gore is silly. But everything about it is so much fun. It's just a great time. I I watch this movie every year. I get I'm like, oh, it's time for Black Demons. I can't wait. I'm surprised. <laughs> I, I haven't heard about it. We talk about these uh, annual uh, movies, uh, reviews we watch every year, and I, I haven't heard about this one before. Oh, yeah. Th- and this is one, Eric, like, watching this, I'm like, you would dig this. You now, do you have this, this in movie. a region-free something? Yeah, I have it on. It's on DVD. I have it on DVD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well I, I wait, you bring back a DVD? Where are you watching that at? Huh? You're watching uh, a DVD? What are you watching that on? Uh, my my TV, not my. <laughs> oh, so you do do that when I only if I don't request it <laughs> on my TV. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Wait, don't yeah, worry. Wait it's for inevitable. it. Wait for it. <laughs> don't ruin it. <laughs> Call forward. All <laughs> right. Traveling all over in time. Uh, <laughs> plugs. Let's get into plugs. Yeah. Um. All I have cinema sidekicks, but I did want to toss another one out. Another podcast that I found uh, in the last week or so, uh, Night Fears. Uh, guy yes, yes. Four short stories that, for the most part, he writes, produces, does the show himself, and I've fallen in love with it. And I've since got Eugene. I shoved that into his OCD, and I think he's now listened to more of it than me. I um, have three episodes left. and then <laughs> I have yep. listened to a half an episode, because that's all I had time for. That's a, <laughs> but I was enjoying what I was listening to. Oh, it's good. Wow. Yeah. Eugene, the ball, the sp- snowball, and now it's an avalanche with a gigantic... <laughs> oh, it's, I can't I can't quit. There's, like, even the mediocre ones are still really good. Yeah. So if you have any interest in like audiobooks or anything like that, go check out the Night Fears. And they're only like a half podcast. an hour, right? Like the 30 to 40 there's minutes. A, there's a couple of them that are yeah, 45 maybe, but the, even those all are still under good. an hour. Yeah. I really dig it. That, that and Cinema Sidekicks, that's all I have to plug. Uh I went first. I shouldn't have, but uh, <laughs> Eugene, you're um listen to my show Cinema Soft Underbelly. I'm on iTunes and I'm talking more about stuff like we just heard about Black Demons, um, headless, basically horror movies, grindhouse movies, stuff like that. That's found on my show. Yes. And uh, as usual, I do work at the Nightlight Cinema in Akron, Ohio, downtown. Uh, we are, let's see, what is today? Today is Monday. Uh, Thursday will be the last showing of Chirac. And the animation show of shows, which is what we're showing right now. And on Friday, we open up Carol, starring Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara. And I'm super excited about that. Um, that's the only movie that we're going to have, at least for next week. I'm not sure about the week after. Uh, other than that, you can follow me on Twitter at Critic Jess Hicks. You can follow 
Movie Freaks on Twitter at Movie yeah. Freaks Pod. Uh, yeah. And other than doesn't that, doesn't get a whole lot of updating, but yeah. I can. <laughs> other than that, uh, I don't think I have any more plugs. I think I'm good. Okay, uh, you can kick out kick off the round of teas. What do you have coming up? The round of what? Teas. Teas. Oh, tease. Next episode. Yes. Tease. What did I say? Did I slur something horrible? No, no I just no. heard like round of ease or round, round of tease. Round of tease. Do stuff. Say words. <laughs> like I don't think that. I don't know what you're we asking usually, me. We, we usually try and end with a round of teas for next yeah. episode. Keep everybody um, involved. Well, I am in between. Uh, th- well, since we just finished making a murder, we're probably going to start a new TV show, but I'm not sure what's up on that. But I am going to try and hit Cinemark tomorrow for a five dollar movie i kind of want to see joy um mm. so i might see that and i think that's pro oh i'm well i'm still really looking forward to x files but that's not until the end of the month that's <laughs> a while yet are you guys up on the other netflix originals like the well not entirely original but uh peaky blinders no i haven't started that one i want to watch that i still that should be started. your next one that should be the next one yes absolutely i've heard it's really really good <laughs> i adore that show it's like uh I was going to say, is it like the yeah. fall where it supposedly says it's Netflix original, but it's not really? Uh, no, it's it's sort of like the, the first uh, season and a half or two were uh, on BBC and then mm-hmm. Netflix picked up the rest of it. And Yeah, I think that's what they, happened with the fall. Might be making more. That's what happened with uh, uh, Black yes. Mirror as well. That's what happened with the fall, yeah. But definitely watch that show. It was endlessly entertaining. Holy and The shit. Revenant is still coming up, and I'm still mm-hmm. excited to see it. Oh, you, you just stole my thunder. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let's lead right into it. Eugene, you can go next for tease. I'll go last. We'll, we'll double back and go backwards. Okay, well, uh, I can't wait for The Revenant. I'm going to watch that as soon as I can. And there's this other movie I cannot wait for. Pay the Ghost. It's coming up soon. <laughs> I can't wait to report on this movie soon. <laughs> so I'm not going to say who stars now, in it, but it's coming up soon. I watched The Chosen. I'm not watching Pay the Ghost. <laughs> no. We'll you paid, see. You paid your dues. <laughs> he's going to come and give us a totally bogus review where he's like, guys, no, it I'm telling you. This, this, this is it. Oscar number two for Nick Cage. Here it comes. <laughs> Leaving Las Vegas. We knew he ghost. could do it one more time. Who knew it would be one the straight to Netflix time. nothing? The frickin' yes. bees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and lastly for the tease is Terminator Genisys. My oh. buddy gave me the voodoo code oh, for this, no. and I'm going to watch this shit, oh. damn it. And I will report back with my most likely I, terrible review next I week. I hate that movie. I, I, it's terrible. It, I, I, was so, I, I know, with all the bad reviews, and I, I still was like, damn it, i got to report record a pod tonight, or else I'd be wa- getting to watch Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, and I was really upset because they convinced me that it might actually be good with their marketing. I was like, oh, that trailer what? looks kind of really? good. Like, yeah, I thought the trailer oh, was compared I, I, to T3. I, I hated T3. I hated I like T3. No, I, hated I, T3. I hated, and I was like, this might be okay. All the marketing for this movie, I was like, I hate everything they're doing. This is horrible. But I, I don't know. And I like, uh, what's her name? Who plays Khaleesi in yeah. Game of Thrones. But yeah. she looks weird not blonde. Yeah, like, I don't I know, know if it's she, because she I've seen miscast. her so much blonde or what. Yeah. Every <laughs> single person in that movie was miscast even it, Schwarzenegger yeah. looked like I, I, I'm done. I think, I'm done. Sort of an, I think that's an aura that Jay Courtney has around him. Every time that he's in a movie, it's sort of like, what? What's going on? We're watching. <laughs> huh? Hey, the uh, only thing he was good in was Spartacus. Was he, he was in uh, Good Day to Die Hard, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. As much as, any, as, much as yeah, anybody can over. be in, in yeah. that movie. Yes. 
<laughs> Bruce Willis wow. sucks. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> As always, you can uh, get a hold of us at moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. We will have the contest entry question coming for you next episode or so. And please visit our Facebook page at Movie Freaks Pod. Uh, Facebook.com Movie Freaks Pod. It's very easy to find us. We're out there. Um, that's it. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks. I knew it. It was coming. You couldn't resist. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. 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 Oh, I'm still recording. This is all going in. Thanks. Oh, Wait, have you guys seen Intruder? Like the old 80s slasher movie? With Ted Raimi. Oh, yes. Yes. Every time anybody says thanks, because we've watched it so many times, all I can think of is the line, Thanks, Dave. (laughs) The whole time. Anytime somebody says thanks in a weird way. (laughs) (laughs) That's the, uh, that's the KNBFX. That's like the head through the, the, yeah. The uh, bandsaw cutter and the, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a good (laughs) one. Oh, that's what is an underrated slasher? That's the that's oh, the yeah. head through the. What the hell is happening? Somebody end the show. Are we still recording? <laughs> yes, we're still recording. Somebody okay. end the show. Thank Say bye. you. We will bye. see you later. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Wow. We, we ended that on a complete train wreck.